On this episode of The Perceptive Photographer, we're going to talk about why it's so important to be a complete, utter, dismal failure at your photography and other exciting, happy topics for the end of 2023. I am your host, Daniel Gregory. This is episode 458 of The Perceptive Photographer, and I hope you are having a wonderful holiday season and whatever holidays you celebrate here as we draw towards the end of 2023. Cannot believe we are almost to 2024. Although I do like those nice round even numbers. So that'll be a hopefully a great year as we move into 2024. Like I said, this week we're talking about dismal failures in photography. And one of the things that's sort of interesting when you look at a lot of the people who've written about the creative process or creativity or approaching your own sort of breakthroughs in business, science, that some of the greatest sort of steps forward have come out of failures, whether it's creating post-it notes or light bulbs or moving into a whole new type of genre in painting or photography. Amazing things happen when we fail. And yet, most of us work really hard not to be a failure or to appear as we have failed or to appear incompetent or less than qualified for what we're doing. But today I wanted to sort of throw out there the idea of the importance that we start to fail on a more regular basis. We, in fact, realize the importance of being unsuccessful at many of the things we attempt. And the reason I think that can be important in our creative process is that one of the things that we oftentimes can end up doing is getting stuck in our own head about worrying about the implications of what something might be. How will it turn out? What will it look like? How will I pay for it? Who's going to like it? Is it even worth doing? We get wrapped up in this sort of negative space that we create of our own sort of psychology that really has nothing to do with the creation of the work. We either do the work and it happens to be good or happens to be bad or happens to be neutral, or we don't do the work, in which case it's nothing. One of the things that's interesting when you talk to people about their creative process is that the breakthroughs they have, the steps forward they take oftentimes come from a moment of failure. Not a moment of idleness and not doing anything, but attempting something and having it not work out. And they learn from that set of mistakes or problems or completely different direction than they thought the work was going to go. It becomes an amazing learning opportunity. And many times, we need those learning opportunities. We need the opportunity to set out in an attempt to fail so that we can then take the step forward to creating more meaningful work. That more meaningful work comes from the awareness we gain by not being successful. And it's hard because like I said, we don't want to set out to fail. But think about if you set up your photography where you decided that you are going to be unsuccessful at several of the projects you're going to undertake. Just walk through that little exercise in your head. I'm going to create 15 projects of which none of them are going to actually be effective. They're not going to communicate what I intend. They're not going to say what I want. They're not going to be photographed in a way that I think they should be photographed. But I'm going to go on ahead and do that work. I'm going to go ahead and do 15 projects. I'm going to create them. I'm going to process them. I'm going to edit them. I'm going to sequence them. And I'm going to put them together. Odds are. One, two, three, four of those may turn out to be okay. Just from the sure volume of work that you're creating, something's going to turn out out of that work 
that becomes something that you're proud of, that you're excited about, that you're engaged with. And of the stuff that doesn't meet the mark, and this is the important part of this whole idea of failing forward, is that in that failure, we gain insights into what works for us. There is no such thing as sort of failure in the creative process. There is a journey of exploration that didn't lead to where we expected. And that ultimately for me is what comes down to the idea behind failure. Is that failure is, if we use it in the vernacular of how we oftentimes think about it, it's failing to meet an expectation we had. But in our creative process, in our photography, if we flip that on its head and everything we do is just an opportunity to gain insight into our more meaningful creative process, a deeper connection to our photographic process, a deeper connection to our psychology within our photography. All those things start to mean that every photograph we take, every project we work on is basically a stepping stone to the next thing. And if we put those stepping stones one in front of the other and we continue to walk forward and then we hit a spot where we feel a little stuck or we need to go up or go down, we just keep pushing those stones forward. We just keep taking those steps. When we get to the point where we stop working, we are now no longer creating anything. We are no longer building the opportunity to take the step forward. We, in fact, drop into almost an idle state of nothingness. And in the creative process, idleness is the problem. It is the thing that prevents us from being able to imagine the next thing, create the next thing, learn and engage with the next step in the process. Because we're, in fact, doing nothing. When we fail, we've at least done something. We've attempted something. And again, if we then flip that idea, that concept that by doing something, it's not a failure. It's a learning opportunity. It's a growth opportunity. It's an exploration of something. Maybe it's not something we ultimately become interested in. But the psychology of removing the notion of failure from the creative process is very critical to being successful in your creative practice. The idea that we aren't achieving, we aren't moving forward, is an arbitrary decision that we apply to the creative process. And oftentimes we apply it towards things that are externally sort of given to us as what makes things successful. Do they sell? Do people like them? Are they finished? Did they do something? This is one of my favorites is what am I supposed to do with that photo photograph? Well, you're supposed to put it on the wall, look at it and think about it and imagine things out of it and construct stories out of it. That's what you're supposed to do with it. That's its job. That's its purpose. When we start to ascribe these other things that the photograph's supposed to do, it becomes easy to say that a photograph's a failure because it didn't sell, because it didn't turn out like I wanted, because I had to crop it, because I had to process it more than I expected. Oh, it was out of focus. Well, what if it's partially out of focus? What if it's completely out of focus? And that completely out of focus photograph takes you in a new artistic direction where you play with the level of out of focus, the level of blur within an image to convey meaning and understanding. That subtle shift of it's a failed photograph because it's out of focus to it's an engaging way of thinking about my work in a new way and in a new direction. And so many times I hear people talk about getting stuck in what they believe to be the right way to photograph, 
what they believe to be is the proper way to process a photograph, what they believe to be the correct way to share and exhibit a photograph. They are missing an amazing opportunity to allow their own experience behind the camera and their own experience in processing their photographs push them in a direction that they might need to go in. We believe that photographs are supposed to be sharp because we looked at a lot of photographs back in the day where everybody put everything into focus. But maybe you're a person that it's not about things being in focus. Maybe there's an uncertainty in your life right now or a haziness or an unclarity about something in your life that you're working through. You're struggling through that experience in your life through your photography. And every photograph you look at that's really sharp and really in focus doesn't work anymore because that's not who you are right now. That's not where you are right now. And if we look at those photographs and say, well, they're out of focus, that fails the bar of quality, we lose what the expression of that photograph is. So it's important sometimes for us to take a step back and recognize the work we create is about the work that needs to be created at that time. It's an exploration of where we are in our process at that time. The only real problem we have, like I said, is when we sit idle. And I don't mean idle like, I'm not in Lightroom working or I'm not photographing. I mean, truly idle, where we just sort of shut down our creative process. We give up sort of thinking about the creative experience. We long for the days when we were creative. Creating that work for good or for bad. Taking a drawing class. When you're terrible at drawing is engaging in a creative process. Who knows what you might learn about your photography when you start sketching and doodling. Or maybe you start writing poetry or maybe you try something completely different knowing that you're going to be terrible at it knowing that everything you create in that world is not going to meet the quality bar you would like it to have. But again, that's not the measure of success in living a creative life. It is in the creation and expression of things in that life, not the artificial value we ascribe to them. So many times we also ascribe the wrong thing, the value. And not only that, we ascribe it the wrong value. We're terrible at understanding the value of the things we create. But when we look at them for what they are, things that help us understand who we are, things that help us understand how we fit into the universe, things that help us understand our relationships, our connections to people, how are any of those things wrong? Well, they're not. But the decision to say that that photograph doesn't work, that photograph is a failure because it didn't meet my intention or it didn't meet my goal or my objective. Okay. That's fair. That's fair to say that that photograph didn't meet those components, but does that mean it was a failure or does that mean it just didn't work in the context for what you wanted? Again, splitting the hairs? Absolutely. But also think about the reinforcement of if you tell yourself every day that you're a failure at your photography, that you're a failure at your Lightroom, that you're a failure at your printing, how long before you believe that? How long before you think that is the way it is always going to be. But if we shift that dynamic again to where that language is, well, that didn't work for this project. What else could that work for? What else could that be about? What can I learn from that? How did that help me understand a setting in my camera or a setting that I need to use in my camera? Whatever it is, we have the opportunity to expand and shift our way of thinking. So that again, we're always taking steps forward. Because if we tell ourselves that we fail enough, we will drop into neutral. We'll sit there and idle trying to figure out why do I keep failing? That's the goal of failure is to not make anything. Failure's goal is to have us drop into idle. 
So if we don't fail by dropping into idle and we continue to move forward, maybe not in the way we expect, maybe not in the way we think we should be moving forward, but as long as we're taking those steps, we're always engaged in an amazing creative process. I hope you have a wonderfully creative week free of all failure and moving more towards exploration of the unknown uncertainty of the way you maybe create some things. But again, try to remove that just for a few weeks. See what happens to your creative process when you remove the failure from it, when you remove the unachievable from it and look at really the value of what you're creating. You might find yourself able to slip out of idle into drive again or into reverse, whatever direction you need to go, creating new work just by shifting your headspace a little bit around how you approach your own thoughts around failure. I hope you have a wonderful week. Again, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I really do appreciate it. I'm your host, Daniel Gregory. You've been listening to The Perceptive Photographer. And don't forget, new episodes every Monday. And remember, if you hit that subscribe button, you'll just go ahead and get those new episodes downloaded automatically into the app of your choice for listening to podcasts. Again, have a wonderful week, and I'll see you next time.